listener exclusive. I have a delicious secret. The Limestone Coast's Hidden Secrets. Lowestone Coasters, all thanks to Steel Line Roofing Mangambia, locally owned and operated for over 30 years. Welcome to Ep 8 of the Lowestone Coast Hidden Secrets podcast exclusive to the listener app. Today, my code word is roundhouse. Today, I want to talk rail history with a bloke who knows all about it. Nathan Woodruff joins me for a chat. Nathan, good morning. Good morning, Ewan, and hello, listeners. Now, Nathan, we have a lot of rail history in the Limestone Coast, and maybe, especially to the younger generation, it's a lot of rail history that people don't know about. Oh, absolutely. Um, we were sort of an industrious little little border community back in the day, uh, and a lot going on. Now, you and I have talked in the past because you were one of the diehard supporters of us keeping a roundhouse in Mount Gambia. What can you tell me about the roundhouse and and I suppose how we lost it. Ah, well, it's a um, a bit of a complicated question, I suppose. But if you look back to um, the early days of uh, railways, and that particularly, you go back to England, you had steam locomotives, and and they had to stable them somewhere and uh, keep the fires going overnight, and keep them out of the rain, and so that they could do maintenance and things like that. And what they came up with was this concept of a roundhouse. So it was a shed that was based and built around a turntable that could uh, turn a locomotive around so that it could take a, um, a train in a different direction, but could also slot it into um, one of many, many bays in, in this uh, roundhouse. And so uh, they sort of became popular um, and saved a lot of space. Now in Mount Gambier, originally we just had a few small engine sheds that were built, but they took up a fair bit of room in the original um, rail yard. And so surprisingly enough, quite late in uh, the 1950s, when steam was coming to an end, they still saw fit to build a roundhouse down here in Mount Gambier when they built the new marshalling yard. So to cut a long story short, they built this um, roundhouse and for a couple of decades it served its purpose for the steam locomotives but as the diesel era came in it turned more into um, focusing on maintenance because the diesel locomotives weren't as important to try and stable them overnight they didn't have fires that you had to keep burning Uh, so it was sort of it was interesting that they they actually went to the effort for such a short um, window in history uh, to build a roundhouse down here. It's absolutely fascinating. And I had no idea that it was just a short amount of time. And as a result of that, what made or what made the roundhouse that we had here in Mangambia so unique? And, and why were people like you so instrumental and so vocal about trying to keep it? Well, um, there, there's sort of something that's disappearing uh, across the state, across the country, and and across the world, for that matter, and um, with the one in Mount Gambia, it was just so interesting that it was built so late and just had a few interesting little design features that made it stand out from the rest. Mm-hmm. Um, initially, they were already planning that it would predominantly see a maintenance role 
heading into the um, the future years of its lifespan. So they had um, a bay in there that was dedicated entirely to um, maintenance, whereas all the other roundhouses that were built around each bay had a um, section of track in it. So that made it sort of interesting, um, interesting enough that when it came along that they'd talked about demolition, uh, we had to have a look at trying to try and rescue it. Nathan, do you know when rail finished up here in the limestone coast? So it officially finished up, I think it was about 1995. Um, and after that, there were a few special excursions uh, that, that ran from both Victoria and um, down from Adelaide. And then we had the Limestone Coast Tourist Railway, which ran from, I think it was about 1998 through to uh, 2006, 2007. Mm. And they had a, one of the bluebirds, didn't they, that, that was running? Uh, they had one of the red hens. So there you go. Absolutely iconic through the region. Everyone uh, could just reminisce about the uh, slow old Ratley <laughs> <laughs> rail, rail trips that they used to take. And... Uh, Instead of taking them for business, they could have uh, taken them for pleasure now. <laughs> now, Nathan, I've got to ask the question, why was our roundhouse torn down? And uh, and can you tell us a story about how our roundhouse has, I suppose, gained a new life? Well, I guess it's a, a, it was a slightly controversial topic. I remember... Um, Unfortunately, when it caught fire um, due to uh, an accident that occurred, it had been left partially abandoned and um, a fire had occurred. It had uh, done extensive damage to um, one of the bays in the roundhouse. And I remember looking at it and going, well, this is sort of a, is a bit of a dead end part of Mount Gambier. Um, it's going to be a bit of a challenge to save. So a couple of years went by and the city council built the rail trail, mm. which was just phenomenal. Like, I think that's got to be one of the best projects um, our city council's Hands down. Ever totally achieved. agree. Totally agree. Just so much foot traffic, bike traffic. Um, locals enjoy it. It's a good, safe way to move from one end of town to the, the other. Um, just absolute winner. And so I went along the rail trail and I saw the roundhouse just sitting there, an absolute sort of massive monument to um, days gone by. And I thought, well, there's all these people going past it now. Here's our chance to try and um, raise a bit of a campaign and try and save it. So uh, we got a massive amount of support, surprisingly, in a short time. Um, just everyone that went past went, well, we want to see it looking a lot better than it is. and and create a safe space as well with so many kids passing through the area now so we went well there were two options there was demolition or there was try to save it and we decided to try and save it but unfortunately um, we weren't successful in uh, convincing the state government that we had a a good case we'd we'd lined up timber and um, a new roof and and everything required to make the structure safe and um, presentable to the public but uh, that opportunity passed by, but uh, fortunately, um, with our dealings with the state government, we at least secured the timber from the roundhouse. And just to give people an idea, like, you know, your average house might have two by fours or something creating the stud walls and that. Well, these were 
12 inch by 12 inch hardwood posts that were you know massive massive big lumps of timber that you don't see anymore so nathan you, you're calling them posts and they're almost trees they were they were virtually trees you, you, you don't even see the trees anymore that you could mill um such such big posts out of uh so fortunately um the peterborough roundhouse needed some work and we said well we've got this timber the city council had um stored it in their yard and so with discussion with city council we deemed that that would be a um a suitable cause for some of that timber to go to to help breathe new life into another roundhouse and nathan is is the peterborough roundhouse now the only roundhouse we have in south australia so there's still there's still another one there's one uh towards port lincoln um unfortunately uh that rail line's closed recently and there are some concerns as to what the future will hold for their roundhouse um so it's sort of on a bit of a knife edge at the moment as to whether peterborough might become the only remaining <coughs> roundhouse mm. now Nathan, you bring up an interesting point because the rail trail is amazing and the council has just done a whole lot of work to to put in solar lights so that the rail trail can be used 24 hours a day really for, for locals and visitors alike. But there is a lot of rail memorabilia that, if you know where to look, can be seen on that rail trail. And it's memorabilia, I suppose, that we're at risk of losing. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, um, it was interesting to note that if, if uh, we look back into the previous heritage survey that was um, completed for Mount Gambier, there was a little, what they call a, a pillbox, uh, which was on um, the Bertha Strait rail crossing. Now, these pillboxes were a small cylindrical um, box. Uh, they were lucky to fit the telephone in and yourself. Uh, you could hopefully shut the door during a bad bad day to try and um, uh, call through to uh, one of the signalling cabins uh, to, you know, change the points and um, build a train or break up a train, uh, you know, work out what you sort of needed to do. A form of communication. Mm. Now, that was heritage listed. And during the construction of the rail trail, mysteriously disappeared with a bobcat. Uh, council knew nothing about it. The state government that owned the rail corridor know nothing about it. So we don't know what happened. <laughs> but that was just one of the um, the interesting little buildings that you could have seen. Uh, there's still a pillbox remaining at the roundhouse site. Uh, there's something unusual to look at. And um, so there's a few things like that along the rail trail, as well as uh, you know, just rail memorabilia in general, like there's um, little um, sort of uh, stands and signposts and uh, all the little switches and that for manually changing points. Uh, it really creates a, a great story that you can um, walk along and see, see all that heritage. Now, Nathan, can you tell me any hidden secrets for the rail corridor in the limestone coast that that people might not know about and and might be able to check out as they wander along our rail trail. Well, there's definitely a few interesting little points uh, to look at. There's um, where they put a small, I guess you could say, amphitheatre space in the new rail lands development. Mm -hmm. 
is approximately where the original turntable used to be for turning uh, locomotives around so that they could head back to Adelaide and, um, and, and things like that. And that's, that's often overlooked. As you walk uh, through towards what they call the new marshalling yard, which is um, where the roundhouse was, and you walk along the rail trail, there's some interesting little tracks that are 90 degrees to the main, main line that you walk along on the rail trail. Now, if you keep a keen eye out for those, they actually used to be where they would stable the little um, section trolleys or gangers trolleys. And these were small little, uh, like a car, that um, the gangers or uh, signal masters or, or, or what have you could sort of get in and inspect the line or carry out maintenance work. And you could actually, um, with a group of gangers, you could pick them up off the, off the rail line so that locomotives could pass through. Now, Nathan, do we still have a turntable in the Limestone Coast that people can check out? We do. If you can fight through the weeds and the grass, <laughs> you can actually still see the turntable. So if you, um, so in the new, what they called the new marshalling yard, which is where the roundhouse was, the turntable still exists, which is very much at risk of disappearing. So I encourage everyone to have a look while they, while they have the chance. Um, we are hopefully in the process of trying to get some maintenance carried out on it so it doesn't just disappear entirely. But it's sort of quite interesting um, heritage tourism as well as rail um, heritage is such a, a growing industry for tourism. Uh, just the mention of the demolition of the roundhouse, within weeks we had uh, in excess of 300 people travelling from outside of our region just to get a glimpse at it while it was still standing. Uh, so it's just um, quite amazing what we have in our own backyard that sometimes uh, we don't appreciate ourselves. Now, Nathan, obviously you're a, you're a history buff. You're someone who is passionate about the history of the limestone coast and of the Blue Lake City. When it comes to the turntable, I mean, what can be done to, to save this piece of, of railway history and to make it a highlight of our rail trail? Well, what we'd like to see is... Um, First of all, just a little bit of grounds maintenance, uh, keep the weeds down, the grass down, would be a fantastic start. And, and if we were given the opportunity, we'd uh, try to restore it back to what it, what it used to be and actually a, a functioning turntable so that you could demonstrate it, as well as um, install some signage for some interpretation uh, to, to show the passers-by what was there and how it sort of ties into the rail trail they're, they're walking along. Because of the scale of it, uh, it's very visible and quite prominent. Um, so it would definitely uh, highlight sort of the section of um, the new yard that they're walking through and, and give passers-by something, something interesting to look at on their walk. Nathan, have you got any other hidden secrets that we can check out on the rail trail? Oh, I can't give them all away. I just I, I encourage everyone to get out there and and have a look. I think the the mystery of um, trying to discover things for yourself is is quite quite amazing, especially with what's sort of been overgrown along the um, the outside of the corridor where council doesn't um, have the right to maintain. 
you can sort of go and explore and find all sorts of little hidden gems. Um, but there's uh, some larger built structures still, like the Junction Cabin on White Avenue. That's still standing and quite a um, sort of towers above the rail trail and creates a little bit of interest. There's still signals and um, all sorts of interesting little things to explore as you walk along the rail trail. Nathan, it has been fascinating, truly fascinating to talk to you this morning about our rail history in the Limestone Coast. It is such a pity that we lost the uh, the roundhouse, but uh, there's still stuff in the Limestone Coast that we can check out. And of course, with people like you, passionate about our rail history, hopefully we'll see the turntable restored to its former glory. Thanks for joining us on the Limestone Coast Hidden Secrets uh, podcast this morning. No worries. Thank you for your time and uh, hopefully raise a little bit of um, interest for a few people to go out and explore. Listener.